Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to episode number 25. So today I'm talking to you about how to enjoy and not endure your weight loss journey. If someone had said to me way back before I lost my weight, you should slow down, not be in a rush, I would have thought there's no way I want to be in this body feeling desperate to lose weight any longer than I absolutely have to. I was either so determined and focused and willing to fight for what I wanted, weight loss, so much so that I was prepared to torture myself with deprivation and feeling hangry, or alternatively, I would be doing absolutely nothing, not wanting to face the prospect of doing anything either. This was usually after the latest hope of the new miracle diet hadn't worked, when I would be hiding away numbing my emotions by eating more because I had failed again. I think that until you can experience a different approach to losing weight than being either very much on or off a diet, you can't appreciate that there is an alternative. At least I know I didn't believe it until I was able to live it. So even though I'm going to try and persuade you to stop and take a deep breath and enjoy your weight loss journey, I know that many of you will be very resistant and that's okay. Just bear with me and allow yourself to wonder if it could be possible for you. So I did some training last week where I talked about how you can create a weight loss journey for you that is more akin to a cruise than a long haul flight. On a long haul flight, you are counting down the hours and minutes, fighting the desire to comment at a particularly annoying passenger, maybe feeling dehydrated, frustrated, And maybe a little sorry for yourself that, of course, your seat had to be the one without the video or the audio working. And you end up just holding out the best that you can until you get off the plane, until you can stretch your legs and breathe again. In comparison, on a cruise, you're leisurely making your way from port to port, stopping off at each location, enjoying what you find there before making your way back on the boat to carry on in an enjoyable manner until the next port of call. You feel a little excited, relaxed, confident, and you're enjoying yourself. This is how I want you to be feeling on your weight loss journey too. I want you to get off that long haul flight that you're wishing would fly by until you get to your destination. And I want you to instead get on that cruise liner and sail your way there, taking in the sights, adventures, and new discoveries along the way. So here are eight ways for you to create your transformational weight loss journey. Number one is to appreciate each day. This life you're living right now is it. Each day you live, you will never live again. Now, I know I'm stating the obvious, but when you're on the long haul flight equivalent of a diet and hanging on, feeling deprived, hoping it will be over as quickly as possible, you're not living your life. You're feeling restricted and deprived and putting everything on hold. And you're making things more difficult because if you have less in life to do, to appreciate and look forward to, it's going to be harder not to turn to food if you're an emotional eater. You never get those days, weeks and months back. 
you're putting life on hold, assuming that when you get to where you want to be, everything will be different. But it really won't be. So don't sacrifice your days, weeks, months for the sake of losing weight because it's not necessary. In fact, not only is it not necessary, it's going to make it more difficult for you to maintain your weight when you get there. It's really important you lose weight the way you want to live it. You're far more likely to gain your weight back if you put your life on hold to lose your weight because you won't have learned how to have that relationship with food that works for you in your real life where everything else is going on, where you haven't put everything on hold. Okay, number two is to love yourself first. It's possible to lose weight in a way that feels like self-love, that feels caring and nourishing for you. And it's possible to lose weight in a way that feels like restriction and deprivation and being hard on yourself. And when we lose weight without appreciating ourselves in the moment, we're usually telling ourselves that we'll love and appreciate us again when we're in our size 10 jeans or when the number on the scale is where we want it to be. But it doesn't work like that. When you lose weight by being hard on yourself, that's what you learn to be good at. And when you lose your weight and the novelty of the new clothes and the compliments wear off, you will find it necessary to continue being hard on yourself. You'll find fault in your wrinkles or saggy skin, or maybe you'll berate yourself for not keeping the house tidy or thinking you should be doing better at work. Ultimately, you'll experience more negative energy, which you'll then want to find a solution for. And it's possible that you'll not be able to stop yourself turning back to seeing food as the solution. Loving yourself first is about making self-love, acceptance and appreciation a priority as a part of your weight loss journey. When you have a food plan with delicious, healthy and nourishing food, it's so much easier and more enjoyable. When you love yourself first, you can let go of the shame and guilt you experience each time you eat something unplanned and instead you get to be curious about what's going on for you and learn things about yourself that will help you going forward. Number three, remember you're already her. It's easy to fall into the trap of believing that when we've lost our weight, we will suddenly become this perfect version of ourselves. We envisage ourselves exercising regularly, living in a perfectly organised house and having no end of patience with our family. All because we've lost weight. Or maybe this was just me. When I visualised myself having lost weight, I was dressed in clothes from the Bowdoin catalogue. Now, for those of you who might not be familiar with Bowdoin, they make beautiful adult and children's clothes, which include lots of really pretty skirts and dresses. Now, because I was overweight, I never wore skirts and dresses, only jeans. So even though I liked wearing jeans, I had this vision, for years really, that when I lost my weight, I would wear these pretty Bowdoin dresses and skirts. But that wasn't the only thing that was going to be different about me. I imagined that when I lost this weight and wore these pretty dresses, I would also become the sort of Bowdoin woman from the catalogue with the perfect dog at my feet. And I'd be more homely, baking fresh bread and cakes. Never quite saw the irony in that before. And I would have a herb garden, maybe. And I would become this vision of motherhood that was a long way from reality. So I actually bought two dresses when I lost my weight. I never wore them and I eventually put them out to charity. And no, I didn't become the catalogue mum and house either. I'm just the same as I was before I lost my weight. I live in jeans and jumpers. They're just a size smaller. And I haven't learned to bake because I don't want to on so many levels. So what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that you're the same person you will be when you've released or lost your weight. By the way, I read yesterday that apparently 
the right way to talk about weight loss now is to say that you are releasing it and not say that you're losing weight because it implies you'll find it again. And that could be the problem. But there's one advantage to talking about releasing weight, and that is that it tricks the email and Facebook spam filters. So if you see me using releasing weight going forward, you'll know why. Anyway, I don't think I'm going to do that. So enjoy being who you are right now. If you visualize yourself dressing differently when you lose weight, taking more care with your makeup because it will be worth it then, or whatever else you think you'll do differently when you're slimmer, I encourage you not to wait. Learn to treat yourself with makeup now if you want to, or if you don't want to be bothered with makeup and think you'll go for a natural look when you're slimmer, don't wait, do it now. Don't wait to become the her of your perfectionist fantasies. Be the you who you are right now. Dress how you want, treat yourself how you want, do everything the way that you would want to when you're slimmer right now. Okay, number four, remember to enjoy your journey. So what needs to be true for you to enjoy your journey? You simply need to have thoughts about your weight loss journey that creates feelings of enjoying yourself and other positive emotions. Now remember, a thought is a sentence in your mind that creates a feeling which is a vibration in your body. So let's go back to the long haul flight versus cruise analogy. I should probably have caveated this at the beginning by stating that, of course, this is a long haul flight in economy that I see as the equivalent of the type of diet where you just want it to end. So your thoughts about the long haul flight might be something like, it's so uncomfortable. I just want this to be over. I can't believe I'm only a third of the way there. And if you're anything like me, you likely had similar thoughts or have similar thoughts about dieting. It's so uncomfortable. I just want this to be over. I can't believe I'm only a third of the way there. By comparison on a luxury cruise, you're thinking, this is wonderful. I love treating myself in this way. I can't wait to see what I discover next. I love that I keep learning new things. I've made new friends. It feels so good to be doing something for me. These are the thoughts I want you to be thinking on your weight loss journey. Again, they are. This is wonderful. I love treating myself in this way. I can't wait to see what I discover about me next. I love that I keep learning new things. I've made new friends. It feels so good to be doing something for me. But it's not always easy to think these thoughts. Even on a cruise, there are times when the going gets tough. My parents were crossing the Atlantic at around the time of Hurricane Sandy. I don't think that was an experience they want to repeat. Anyhow, we always have a choice of how we think about things. And so you're going to want to direct your brain. Don't give it free rein. Direct its attention on the things you want to remember that are important to you and that you enjoy as a part of your journey. For me, this was having my food planned for the week frees up so much mental energy because I don't need to be constantly thinking about what I should and shouldn't eat. First is thinking, food planning is so restrictive. It was actively thinking, I love choosing what I want to eat off the menu a few days before I go out for dinner because I can enjoy looking forward to it and don't have to battle with myself when I'm there in the moment. Versus thinking, I don't like not being spontaneous. It was choosing to think, I love uncovering my default food thoughts that have made weight loss more difficult for me for decades. Versus thinking, I haven't got time to figure out what's going on for me. And if you find your thoughts more on the negative side of the fence, then there's lots you can do to help shift them back. Okay. 
Number five is focus more on what you do want than on what you don't. So I mean this both with regards to what you eat. I also mean this with regards to your desire for pleasure and comfort and living a life that you love and appreciating yourself. So when we're working at losing weight, it's very easy to fall into the trap of focusing on those foods that we want to eat for pleasure in the moment, but that we know aren't helping us achieve our weight goal. These foods also tend to have little nutritional value. We focus on what we tell ourselves, in diet speak at least, that we cannot have. And instead of you doing this, I want to encourage you to seek out foods that taste amazing and have a high nutritional value. Actively seek out ways to eat that are aligned with weight loss because you think they will taste amazing or because they contain bucket loads of nutrients that will help you feel great or because they're quick and easy to prepare and suitable for multiple meals. For me, when I was losing weight and going to work each day, this looked like roasting a big batch of roasted vegetables, peppers, onions, sprouts, fennel, broccoli, asparagus, carrots. I would roast all sorts in a big batch and then divvy them up into pots and then add halloumi or chicken or maybe even some leftover dinner from the night before. And I would end up having a delicious lunch for two, three or even more days in a row. And it's not just about the food. Seek out non-food ways to comfort yourself. Have fun in life. Go on adventures. Make time for you and find pleasure. The more creative you get in giving yourself these things, the less inclined you will be to turn to food as the solution to filling a comfort, pleasure or excitement void. Number six, know that you make the rules. One of the things that makes the traditional diet feel depriving and frustrating and feeds the self-pity monster is the belief, a sense that we cannot have what we want, that we have to follow guidelines and rules and instructions. And that's usually because our previous collective diet experiences where we've been very restricted in what we could and couldn't eat. Or maybe we felt the need to stick to a very prescriptive food plan that required us to plan, create, prepare and cook a never-ending conveyor belt of healthy meals. Or maybe we were on a plan that required us to measure and weigh everything or to count calories, points or sins. Or maybe we felt like we couldn't celebrate special occasions with friends because the diet doesn't allow for champagne and cake. We've been in those battles and we're bearing the scars. And the idea of a weight loss journey that doesn't require discipline, motivation, willpower and avoiding obstacles of deprivation and self-sabotage is hard to imagine. So we approach the idea of another weight loss journey with either fierce determination and a sort of rolling up our sleeves approach ready to go into battle or maybe instead with weary resignation and opening ourselves up to the endurance of it. But it doesn't need to be that way and it shouldn't be that way. You get to make the rules. You get to enjoy your weight loss journey. You get to decide how many meals and snacks you have each day. You get to decide how to balance the proportion of foods you eat for fuel and nourishment versus foods you eat purely for pleasure. You get to decide whether you want to cook meals from scratch, buy pre-prepared foods that work for you, or subscribe to a healthy eating meal ingredient service. You get to decide when you want to have a takeaway or have cake and champagne to celebrate a birthday. You start with thinking both about how you want to eat for life and how you want to eat for the next few weeks in order to start losing weight. You find support to help you do that in a pragmatic way, one that requires you to understand how to manage and overcome the desires of your primal brain so that you can go about it with a common sense approach that enables you to learn what works for you and your body and your brain. 
You have a process to help you increase your awareness of what's going on for you and see for yourself how you want to be eating to lose weight and how you don't. All right, number seven, learn to feel instead of resist your emotions. So what do I mean by this? This goes back to considering how our default approach to losing weight is to roll up our sleeves and prepare for battle. That battle isn't only with regards to food, it's also with your mind and emotions. We have a tendency to resist feeling negative emotions because, well, we don't like how they feel. We don't like feelings of deprivation, regret, frustration, disappointment, and so we try to push them away, to hold them at arm's length. The problem is that the more we push them away, the more they push back. When we pause and allow them, the emotions are felt, just as they were supposed to be, and then they move on, they're processed. Feelings need to be felt. They need to have a little attention paid to them and then they will feel that they've done their job. They don't need to be fixed. Allowing yourself to feel the good and the bad, it makes things so much easier, simpler. It's a skill that doesn't come naturally to many of us. It takes practice, but once learned, it's so much easier to love the journey you're on, the skin you're in, and accept yourself and the world exactly as they are. And finally, Don't forget to get the help you deserve on your journey. Work with someone who has the equivalent of inside knowledge at each port of call. Someone who can help you with your food choices, help you hack your brain, help you get insight into your mind and explain to you how a conversation with an imaginary alien can help you feel your emotions, how the exact steps you can follow to learn to appreciate yourself when you can't let go of the shame and someone to help you see beyond the clouds and difficulties of life. Don't try and do it all alone. I sometimes think that we think we should be able to just stop overeating, even though we may have spent three, four, even more decades of not being able to stop overeating. We still think that we should be able to just do it. If going it alone isn't working, then do something different. Okay, let's recap. Here are the things you can do to create an amazing, wonderful, transformational journey as you create a relationship with food and yourself that you love and lose weight for the last time. Appreciate every day. Love yourself first. Remember you're already her. You're already the person you want to be. Remember to enjoy your journey. Focus more on what you do want than on what you don't want. Know that you make the rules. Learn to feel instead of resist your emotions and get the help you deserve to support you along the way. Okay. That's it for today. Thank you for listening and have an amazing week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.